1: In a small town in Oregon in 1984, the first biological attack was launched against the United States. For over a decade, the details of this nearly catastrophic event were withheld from the public. This is how forensic science unearthed the biological trail. This small town in Oregon is called the Dales and is perched high above the Columbia River, about 80 miles due east of Portland.
2: It seems like you've driven back in the 50s. And it seems, in the physical appearance, it seems frozen, frozen in time in that way. Dave
1: and Sandy Lutkins are among the 11,000 residents who find the Dales the perfect place to raise a family half an hour or an
3: hour from skiing, a lot of water sports, a lot of hiking. It has pretty decent schools. We have pretty low crime.
1: On September 25th, 1984, David and Sandy both became violently ill with cramps, diarrhea, and vomiting. Their dehydration caused delirium.
3: But I've never felt that bad in my life. The room was spinning, and uh, I just didn't care about anything.
0: Well, let's put it this way: I would never want to be that sick again.
1: When David and his wife went to the hospital, they weren't the only ones seriously ill.
0: And then suddenly, there were so many people. We had people laying on the floor. We had people leaning up against the wall. Uh, There were people in the lobby.
1: They all had the same symptoms. Microbiologists identified the cause, salmonella. Salmonella is a bacteria commonly found in eggs, meat, poultry, unpasteurized milk, water, and in animal feces, especially that of reptiles. It is rarely fatal, but sometimes death occurs in infants and the elderly. Ten days after the first outbreak, a second wave hit. The number of patients exploded from dozens to hundreds. Every hospital bed was filled. By the time Dave Lutkins emerged from four days of delirium, he encountered a disaster. Lutkins owned a small restaurant. 13 of his employees were sick, along with hundreds of his customers.
3: We had virtually no business. I mean, it just disappeared.
1: But what was the source of the outbreak? Food handlers who don't properly wash their hands after using the bathroom sometimes transmit salmonella. But hundreds of people were sick, and they hadn't eaten in the same restaurant or even the same restaurant chain. Tests of the water supply revealed nothing. The Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta, Georgia, was asked to investigate whether it was some type of accidental outbreak, or was it intentional? Having the riddle of the salmonella outbreak in Oregon is the job of epidemiologists, scientists who study how disease moves through large populations.
3: They seemed to be unrelated events, complicated things greatly. It was almost like doing multiple simultaneous
1: investigations. There seemed to be no common link among the hundreds of residents who had gotten sick. Dave and Sandy Ludkins both remembered eating a salad in their restaurant before getting ill. Hundreds of their customers and most of their employees became ill, too. At the county health department, nurse Diane Kirk contacted everyone who fell ill and discovered they had all eaten a salad from one of 10 local restaurants. Most of the people seem to
3: have eaten potato salad at another restaurant, most of the people seemed to have eaten a green salad. And so what was
0: going on? They looked at common suppliers of food. They looked, you know, where did everybody get their lettuce? Where did everybody get this? Where did everybody get that?
1: We couldn't find one source of cucumbers or of lettuce or of, of meat or of anything that, that would explain all those restaurants being contaminated at once. Dr. Michael Skeels runs the laboratory that processed samples from the Dale Salmonella outbreak. Microbiologists discovered that all of the victims had the same strain of Salmonella, one that was exceptionally rare. It was dulcetol negative, which
3: means it didn't biochemically break down a sugar called dulcitol, and that's only the case
1: for 2% of salmonellas of this type. This salmonella had another odd characteristic. Unlike most bacteria, this one was not resistant to antibiotics. When all the cases were tallied, there had been 751 cases of salmonella poisoning. Two months after the outbreak, the state of Oregon reported that poor hygiene of restaurant workers and cross-contamination were the most likely causes of the outbreak. In other words, they didn't know.
0: If you've worked in public health long enough, you'll figure out that lots of times, you really can't pinpoint where things come from.
1: Local officials now began to suspect a religious cult outside of town, the Rajneeshis. As the Rajneeshis expanded their compound, there had been growing tension between cult leaders and local politicians. Just a year earlier, one of the cult's leaders, Ma'anan Sheila, hinted at potential violence. She said, quote, We are here in Oregon to stay at whatever the cost. If that means some blood is spilled, then this is the price we are prepared to pay guru from India, Bhagwan Sri Roshnish, started the farming commune in 1981. After two years and $30 million, the 64,000 acre organic farming and meditation compound had its own post office, school, hospital, and shopping mall, with housing for over a 1,000
2: followers. There are doctors and lawyers and accountants who've given up everything to drive tractors and plant potatoes and and have, you know, daily chance. In 1982, the Rajneeshis took over the nearby
1: town of Antelope and with it the majority of seats on the city council and school board, which horrified longtime residents of the small town. Before the outbreak... Rajneeshis had set their sights on control of the larger town of the Dales and had put up their own slate of candidates running in the November election. In the absence of a scientific explanation, some thought the Rajneeshis might have intentionally poisoned the community in some way.
0: So there was suspicion, but there was no evidence.
1: Why would they do this?
3: And uh, the other thought was, was maybe there was somebody, uh, some hothead
1: trying to incriminate the Rajneesh. One year later, the Rajneeshis' behavior grew even more bizarre, revealing evidence that would eventually solve the mystery. Since health officials could not find the source of the salmonella outbreak in the Dales, Oregon, suspicion among local officials continued to be the Roshnishis, a religious cult living on a farm outside of town.
0: Like criminals
3: I'm being right accused here. of poisoning I'm someone who we you. had we nothing never to do with. It.
1: Leaders of the cult and town officials were often at odds. The cult was founded by Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. But the day-to-day
2: operations were run by his associate, Ma Anand Sheila. They met each other's needs. Sheila provided for him whatever he wanted. You want 60 Rolls Royces? We'll get you 60 Rolls Royces. You want a new disciple tonight? We'll get you a new disciple. You want to fly in a jet? We'll get you a what You know, whatever to make you happy. And, and the trade-off was that Bhagwan would say, okay. You're number one, you're in control, you take care of all the details. I don't care how you do it. The Rajneeshis were becoming paranoid for many reasons.
1: They were being investigated for possible immigration fraud. And there was growing internal conflict between Sheila and other commune leaders. Nonsense, you better believe me, I'm a tigress. She and
3: her group We're in a power struggle with uh, another group, which we always kind of called the Hollywood faction. They were rich members of the cult, headed up by a lady who was uh, the ex-wife of a Hollywood producer.
1: The struggle was for control of the guru, the cult, and its finances. Former cult members told of plans to assassinate several local politicians, rival cult members, a United States attorney, and journalist Les Zeitz, in retaliation for some investigative
2: pieces he had written about the group in the local newspaper. To be told that you're on a hit list for a group that the, I believe at the time they were capable of, that they were just purely evil folks by that time, was uh, really kind of chilling, chilling way to start the day.
1: One year after the salmonella outbreak without warning, Sheila and the head of the Rajneesh Medical Clinic, a nurse named Pooja, fled to Europe. Rajneesh disowned them.
2: They had turned it into a fascist
0: concentration camp.
1: Prosecutors heard that Pooja had been experimenting with biological poisons at the clinic, including salmonella. But there was no hard evidence. With the increasing scrutiny, the Bhagwan stepped up the level of personal security.
3: There were times when he would move from one end of the town to the other, where he would be in a bulletproof limousine. He would have a lead SUV with armed guards in it. He would have a trailing SUV with armed guards in, and you would have a Jet Ranger helicopter in the air. We
1: felt we could be confronted by a 45-person private army with fully automatic weapons. In October of 1985, a federal grand jury issued a 35-page indictment charging the Bhagwan with lying on his visa application and arranging sham marriages so his followers could remain in the United States. When officials planned to search the compound, they asked epidemiologist Dr. Mike Skeels to come along because of fears of biological retaliation.
3: And as we were going up that road, I was thinking, you know, for a microbiologist, this is going to be a pretty interesting day.
1: No shots were fired. In the commune's licensed medical center, skills found samples of various bacteria standard testing material for a small clinic
3: one of these vials contained salmonella typhimurium, and uh, i remember at the time thinking well they told me to look for salmonella if i find any i'm supposed to seize it as evidence and well there it is so i'll seize it uh,
1: but i wasn't thinking at all that this was related to the outbreak shortly after the raid Rashnish left on one of his private jets. He was arrested in North Carolina on the immigration charges. Meanwhile, the CDC tested the salmonella found in the commune's lab using a technique called plasmid profiling. Plasmids are sections of free-floating genetic material outside the bacterial chromosome. Bacteria can exchange plasmids, allowing a colony to genetically adapt. And you would uh, then use the size of
3: the plasmid and um, some other characteristics of it to see whether it matched the plasmids from other bacteria, mostly the size. And so if you found that you had the
1: same plasmid type, you could assume that these were related or similar strains. The salmonella from the Roshnishi's clinic had a plasmid profile similar to the organism from the Dales. And it could be killed by all antibiotics, just like the strain used in the epidemic.
3: That really was a smoking gun that showed us that the isolate that uh, I found in their clinic and the isolates that we were getting from the people in this outbreak really were the same bacterial strain.
1: The question remained Why would the Rashnishis poison the residents of this small town? Inside the Rashnishi commune. Investigators found evidence connecting the group to the mass salmonella poisonings. And they discovered other bizarre activities. Sheila had installed surveillance devices everywhere in the commune. Every payphone in the town was tapped, and almost every building.
3: This is the largest incident of wiretapping in the history of the United States. They wired this whole town. They were illegal interceptions. There were thousands of them. They had banks of tape recorders running all the time. Uh, it's, it's, it's indescribable.
1: Most Roshnishis didn't know they were being monitored. It was kept quiet by Sheila and her inner circle, which held their meetings on her round bed.
2: A bookcase concealed a metal door opening onto a tunnel.
1: Or in secret rooms, complete with escape tunnels. The FBI also found
3: a number of manuals for uh, making bombs and uh, doing dirty tricks, and they found a number of articles about bioterrorism or biowarfare.
1: The Salmonella was the weapon chosen for a power struggle, but not an internal one.
2: Please. Did I understand you correctly yesterday when you said that you were in fact now going to attempt to take over Wasco County?
0: That's correct. You understood right.
1: When the Rajanishis put up their own candidates to run for election for the local county commission, they wanted to make sure their candidates won. To do that, they wanted to make
2: the local voters sick enough so they couldn't get to the polling places to vote. The Rajneeshis would have enough people in Antelope and other nearby places that they would all vote, a you know, 100% turnout among the Rajneeshis, enough that they would inst- install their own candidates on the county commission. But why had the outbreak happened in September? Informants
1: say it was a rehearsal, and it wasn't their first. At Sheila's direction... The Rajneeshis took off their red robes and put on regular clothing and went through the town with spray containers filled with salmonella. In August, their first experiment was spraying the door handles in the county courthouse and produce in the local supermarkets. But no one got sick. Their second experiment in September was to spray salmonella on salad bars in 10 local restaurants, which worked, contaminating over 700 residents. Just before election day, the Rajneeshis made plans to contaminate the city's
2: water supply. Apparently, they were unsuccessful. There was evidence that someone had gotten to the, the reservoir for the city of the dallas and gotten into it but uh, no no evidence that they actually ever contaminated all of the rajanishi candidates lost in the november elections
1: armed with the forensic biological evidence sheila and puja were extradited from europe and charged with tampering with consumer products they both pled guilty, served less than three years in federal
2: prison, were released, and fled to Switzerland before state charges could be filed. Last we knew, Sheila was in, in Europe running the a, a, a equivalent of a nursing home, which is sort of chilling to think about, uh, turning grandma over to Sheila in her final days. <laughs> There was no proof
1: Rushnish himself ever knew anything about the salmonella plot. He pleaded guilty to immigration violations, was deported, and died in India in 1990. Most of the restaurants targeted in the attack never recovered from the economic blow and went out of business. That's what happened to Dave Lutkin's restaurant.
3: We never regained the position we had in the community. Afterwards, I had people that would tell me that, you know, I know it wasn't your fault, but I just can't eat there anymore.
1: He now runs a catering service. The scientists who investigated the outbreak wrote a paper about it. But the Centers for Disease Control asked that it not be published, fearing copycat crimes. In 1997, 13 years after the outbreak, when bioterrorism had become a growing concern. The paper was finally published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Evidence discovered in the Roshnishi's health clinic revealed they had even more potent biological weapons in their possession. Had they been used, the results would have been catastrophic. Neither the epidemiology alone nor a criminal investigation alone would have, would have cracked this. It took both to
3: put together.